0: Welcome to the Nerdtastic in 3D podcast. It's Nerdtastic in 3D.
1: Oh, it's Nerdtastic in 3D.
0: Yes, it's Nerdtastic
2: Clap BOOM! Clap, Clap. All the take
1: above. two. All the above. Yes, take two for take two. Evening. Interactive. Interactive. Yeah, interactive. I, I wish two. it
2: was take two interactive. They probably had more success <laughs> than we just did.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nerdtastic in 3D. Howdy. I'm your host after a long time off, Jack Eckler. This is like deja vu for It me really me right is. Now. It really is. And switching it up tonight. No, you know what? Let's go back to <laughs> it. I'm sorry, Jason. <laughs> we had started earlier with a, uh, a take that wasn't recording going right to left, but I'm going to take it back old school. To my left. Ah.
2: Yeah it uh, it, uh, it is uh sexy Josh LeBrat. I'm going to You took a second to figure out your own name there. <laughs> oh I I it took me a second to realize his left. I was just like, what is this? Um I'm Josh Lebrot, And, and I'm Jason Carter. Yes. We are missing Sean Fennel and Adam McFarland today. We're
0: freaking dropping like flies, guys. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, those, those poor sons of bitches are enjoying life and we're here. With, exactly. With Stevie enjoying each other. We're Stevie, with Stevie, our pet T Rex dinosaur. <laughs> <T-rex> dinosaur. <laughs> love that. Love that guy. Yay. Uh, since, since, since we're making up for <laughs> the thirty minutes we lost on the first recording, yeah, I'll let's dive we were, right back yeah, into where the, we're at. Just
2: tell everybody we recorded <laughs> about thirty minutes of the show I'm and not say it was like ten minutes. Before, before, no, like no, 10 no, 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 it minutes. was not ten minutes. Yeah, it was way longer than yeah, that. Yeah, it was like
1: ten. Before Jason looked at us and said. We're not recording. No, no, no! <laughs>
0: Don't, Don't you put that on me. That was all the computer it just
2: decided to stop. Uh huh. Blaming technology. Sponsored by Apple. And <laughs> it's been a lot. Uh,
1: The first subject that we are gonna go back to is Oscars. Uh, Jason watched it over at my place. Josh was too sick to watch it at my place, I was. so that's why he this watched voice at, is sexy right watched now. Watched it at his
2: place. Still getting um, over being sick
1: want to give a big thanks to to uh, the two members here. Uh, Jason Carter, who was nominated for an Oscar for Puss in Boots, and Josh Lebrot and myself, who were nominated for Kung Fu Panda 2. We are all losers. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that for years, guys. Yes. We're, we're doing it wrong. We are. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Hey, shouts out to the ILM crew uh, for winning for Rango. That's their first animated feature. And something that we touched on earlier that I'm going to go back to is that I was really pissed that Gore Verbinski did not give them a shout out and I might be alone, Jason. Uh...
0: No, I, I definitely agree. I mean, I, it was really unfortunate, right? Because I, I think we're particularly excited about the idea that for ILM, this was a big deal because it was their first full animated feature and it, it was exciting. It was a big deal. It was a big out of the box of their business model kind of a thing. and and for them to not get any kind of real acknowledgement was a little bit of like, really? Come on!
2: Yes, because they were treated as a visual effects house. They were not treated as a movie. They're right. the people that actually did the movie. Right, right, right. Which, which they have some of the most like impressive tools. Like you know, nobody renders like the way they render, in my opinion. You know, their their realism, which is what Rango looked like. I mean, the glass and like the wood in the in the uh, bar scenes and stuff like that. That that all looked. In terms of a te- yeah, in terms of a technical aspect, was freaking amazing.
1: And yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, Digital Domain, which is currently working on their own animated feature, which is a visual effects house uh, that I had worked at, uh, that they have a studio now in Florida in Port St. Lucie, currently working on an animated feature. It's got to be excited to think that the potential of a visual effects house being able to jump into the animated world of full length features is possible. Because um, not, all, I, I can't think of another visual effects house that actually try to do a full length.
2: Well, because a lot of a lot of visual effects houses, and I'm sure you, you know, we've because we can all attest to this, is they just don't have the pipeline set up for it. They have oh, they absolutely. have stuff to do, just you know, one off shots or you know little little sequences here and there. But to be able to render out, be able to you know process an entire movie and have an entire crew like that, they they just don't have it. Let's
1: yeah. let's talk about ILM getting. Burned though, in my opinion, the visual effects Oscar went to Hugo. (laughs) Now my understanding is is the visual effects budget for just Transformers Three alone was probably more than the entire budget for Hugo. (laughs) So help me understand the picking
2: process on that. I'm just I'm blown away actually. Yeah, and I mean because we we somewhat tried to talk about this with uh, when, when Joe and Mike were here. But um, when you were saying, did you see the third one,
0: Transformers? Yeah, I, yeah,
2: okay, mm-hmm. um, yeah. You have to admit, even though the the movie actually, I, I actually thought it was entertaining. I actually liked the third one. Yeah, no, I'm, a, I'm a Um one. But I again was was beautifully done, effects wise. Yeah, I think absolutely phenomenal. Jack, to kind of go
0: off what I think you're getting at here is, he really really (laughs) hugo winning a really segment
2: with jason carter i mean (laughs)
0: really really no but here's what here's what i'm getting at is we've said this before in the podcast and we will say it again the main reason that the viewership of the oscars is declining in my opinion is that it's very evident that there is bureaucracy and politics very heavily heavily influencing what's winning awards so you're not getting things that are necessarily winning awards that per se deserve it over another thing. You're getting things that are winning awards because they're politically charged for some reason. So I don't want to say that, this is, that that the work that went to Hugo wasn't good work. It was very good work. This visual effects was good work. The reason Hugo won was because Martin Scorsese directed that movie,
2: because he's a name that 6,000 Academy members recognize. And they respect and, well, I guess you can say respect considering they took him. Them- you think a very long time to get an Oscar. If for you
0: were directing. to ask Hollywood's the elite of Hollywood, who's a more respected filmmaker, Michael Bay or Martin Scorsese? What do you think they're going to answer? Well, with? of course, right. But it doesn't. But the point is, it has nothing to do with the filmmaker. Visual effects has nothing to do with the oh, filmmaker. I hundred percent agree with you. It also to do with the, the CG soup and carrying out a vision that's. That the director has communicated, but it's all the visual effects house. So the reason Hugo won, really, it's Martin Scorsese. Hey, the work went, was great. Was it better than Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2? No. Planet of the Apes. No, definitely not better than that. And certainly not better than Transformers. For vi- no. and,
1: and back to visual effects. Right. Uh, and I think there's something important to come from this is that, I, I don't remember if we talked about this last week, but Josh, please chime in on this. Is Josh sent out a very interesting chart about the oscars and how they're handled and who's on the voting team and just some interesting facts
2: about the oscars uh josh you want to go into that because i think i'm trying to remember off my hand but it was just the fact of um
0: you sound so sexy right now don't i
2: yeah so the oscars (laughs) let me tell you let me break it down for you Mm -hmm. yeah the majority of oscars males (laughs) white over 63
0: but Over sixty three. Yeah, sixty three
2: years. Yeah, sixty three year, yeah, years is is the, basically the majority. Uh, the, the mean age or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the kids of them loud musics. It was like one percent. Literally, it was like one percent black,
1: point five percent Asian. <laughs> like the numbers, the numbers were comical actually when I read the chart. And then they they had some other interesting sort of uh, tidbits in there. One was people you might not know are not in the academy might think they were was uh george lucas and woody allen though woody allen now will be a member because he won an oscar this year but they're not in the academy they're actually they weren't in the academy um but once you win an award you're automatic accepted uh and then there was a funny list of i think there was five on there, and that this is a problem i don't remember uh of people who you oh who you never would think were in the academy but are P.B. Herman? He is. And I wouldn't doubt pa- that. Paul Paul Rubens is. Uh, <laughs> of course uh, <laughs> he is. Why wouldn't he be? Punch from Chips <laughs> is a, is a member. Yeah, Marcus Strada. Yeah. Wow. Uh, there were some other ones that I, I looked at the list, and I just couldn't stop staring at their names going, Look, seriously? The
0: truth of the matter is is uh, the, the Oscars is not the People's Choice Awards. No. It's no, not. not and any and, it, of the and it's not pretending to be. You got to give them that. However— they also they want their viewership up. They want this thing to still be this prestigious award and for America to think that way. If you if you want to present your brand, Oscars, as the prestigious award, you have to at least have your finger slightly on the pulse of what America's into. And to and to, agree. And to say that Hugo won visual effects over over whatever the a- fuck any, any Any, any, of, <laughs> any them, of them, exactly. You don't even need to. <laughs> ones, ones
1: that weren't even nominated. Sucker Punch, for oh, God's yeah. sake. I, dude, we can name movies not even nominated. How about,
0: how about Makeup? Let's go to talk about Makeup for a second. Who was it that won? Was it that Albert Nobbs or something? No, sort? it was uh, a, For Iron
2: Lady. Yeah, For Iron Lady.
0: One over Harry Potter?
2: Yeah, no, I'm with really? you. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm with you, dude. Actually, I thought even before Harry Potter, who there, I thought another um you know, another movie should have won. I remember in that category, of just looking, going like, "Oh yeah, that was amazing." And then still, nope. Iron Lady. That's uh, this well, we, is we the talked.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing we talked. There was a bunch of categories that we went back over and going, seriously.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It Doesn't make a lot of sense. I I don't. You know, it sucks. It's the. I think it's the voting pool who it sucks because they're supposed to be peers, but it's a problem of. The peers now to them, are, it's, just, it's just this older demographic that it's not necessarily their peers. So I think shows like the Annie's, VES Awards, uh, the SAG Awards, where it's actual peers voting for their peers. Sure. Tend to, in my opinion, be much more accurate Yeah, We've talked,
0: talked about that before in the show that that's people who know the art or the, the craft that you're being awarded for. They know it much better. So you're not going to get a sound engineer voting on best makeup, not to say he couldn't if he knew best makeup, but in, in a situation that's like VES or But you wouldn't do it.
1: I mean we we talked about it at the Annies, uh the group of us, you know, that's something it gets sent to us in the mail for people who don't know, for the Annie Awards, uh, which is an animation industry award. There's tons of categories, and this year was ridiculous. I mean, because they, they made you watch everything. But you didn't have to vote on everything. Right, and when right, it right. came to best producer and best make I I just skipped. I, I didn't think it was yeah. fair for me to go through and just nominate and go, well that I don't know. That's, yeah, just like the, that's the, cool. But that's, not, that's just not fair. And yeah, they give you that option, which I sure. appreciate.
2: Well, yeah, I only work on certain categories as well.
1: I, to people not listening, the Oscars tend to be a little more important for us guys because we work in the industry and because it half, in half of LA gets shut down. Uh, Lisa, Hollywood and Highland gets shut down for a good week and screws yeah, traffic up. I
0: asked if you wanted to go get some ice cream at uh, the El Cap that night, and you were just not interested. I don't understand. Dude, it's
1: ridiculous. One of one of my wife's old bosses lives just off Cahuenga back there, and she did that week. It sucks. She, yeah. can't, she can barely even get home that night. You don't get home. You sleep on the street. So speaking of our industry, <laughs> uh, some breaking news uh, that got sent out right before I left was Activision. Uh, The owner of a little studio called Blizzard that that makes Jason Carter (laughs) that makes a little game that I guess a couple people, what is it, 1.2 million or billion called World of Warcraft? Wow. (laughs) Are going to do what no other studio has done before. And lay a bunch of people off. <laughs> six hundred really to be on
0: territory. They here. Do that in our industry? No. Six hundred people. Like it's it's not it's not a you know we joke it's not a, a light no, situation I, no, that six hundred people are going to lose. I'm their being jobs sarcastic. Out there. Yeah, but I mean the the, the really bizarre thing is it, of all the game developers out there in the world, Blizzard is continually making content and they're continually growing as a studio. Now, to be fair, Blizzard in their press statement did say
2: that only 10% were
1: game development. Yeah, yeah that it's going exactly. to
2: affect game development. Right. 90% is going to be every other part of the company, which which, which are people what else, we would know. What else
0: is there? I mean, I know that a studio has a lot, but like do you really think there are 300 PR people at Blizzard? Like what else a majority well, they're, they're, of their staff has to be game
2: developers, right? Well, Not game developers doesn't, nec- you know, yeah, go ahead.
0: No, I mean, I,
1: I, feel free, Josh.
2: I was going to say game developers, it, it doesn't necessarily just mean if you're on a show that's making a game, you're a game developer, you know?
0: If I'm on a show that's making a game, I'm a game developer?
2: No, I'm saying that that doesn't mean you're a game developer.
0: Right, 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 right. You, I mean, you have to be creating content. Exactly. You have to be engineering, software engineering. I get that, but like. So what are these producers, coordinators? Like I don't know, oh, it could be. I mean That's six hundred people's a lot yeah. of people.
1: I what I found interesting. So when I first read the the topic, I go, okay, well, the majority of people are probably gonna lose are people from the the World of Warcraft division, because I had always been told by friends of mine who work over there that they employ so many people for support in every kind of language uh, because of how popular it is, that I was like, okay, well, there's going to be people like that who get lost but uh-huh. then when you read the press report they were very fast to say you know to say face and go world of warcraft will not be affected by this right. yeah because that's their that's their bread and butter oh of course i mean they're
0: making their money off subscriptions you know if that was interesting i don't think it's just in a related to the press release but there's an article i read recently about blizzard that they have like 18 locations or something like that around the world that I was shocked by that. And it's mostly servers, like regional server locations. But still, that's pretty interesting.
2: Their kind of main hub is uh, down in Irvine. Irvine, yeah. that's. I have a friend on the uh, Diablo team. Irvine. Which
1: was interesting because he had just told me not too long ago that he had got staff. He'd been there for like a year and was still considered a freelance employee. And to be staff at Blizzard, I guess, is a pretty big deal because you then get thrown into the bonus pool. Which at Blizzard's huge. Those games sell whether they... Suck balls or not, they're just going to sell.
0: Beyond the bonus pool, though, let's talk about the gifts that you get for having been there for a while. You guys that know is this. Pretty cool. I
1: I have. I remember some I Josh. Don't I don't know if you know these. These are pretty no, cool.
0: If you've been there for one year, maybe this isn't quite right. Maybe it's not one year. I think if you've been there for five, I think years, it's five years when they start giving you, you cool get- shit. You get like a full on sword. Oh wait, I have like a full on like Lord of the Rings
2: decked out metal. Because there was like a woman who was just like, "What am
0: I going to do with this?" And I remember (laughs) (laughs)
2: there was like an article, and she was just like, "I don't want a staff, or I don't want a sword." If you're into those kinds of things, (laughs) but
0: then then at ten years, it's like you get a shield, it's a shield yeah. and it's like got all these engravings of all the different which is l-
2: fucking awesome yeah.
0: <laughs> and then if you're there for 20 years you get like a full-on helmet like 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 whatever chainmail style oh, that'd be so cool. metal helmet in, like so cool in 40 years i'll be able to fight on the battlefield right, is what right. you're that'd telling so me good. at 40 years they give you a horse <laughs> On your I, way. I ride my steed in with all my gear. And at 50 years, you get a kingship.
1: <laughs> my understanding of 50 years, you get laid off. That's, oh. that's all. Too soon? Oh, 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 oh. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. Oh. I, you know, hey, dude, I, I feel for him. You know, in, in this day and age, I, I feel like there's there's very far and few places that were left uh, for an artist to go work uh, in the film or game industry that we could have considered being untainted. Yeah. By the recession by the economy that you could walk in and go, man, if I get hired there, dude, I am I'm set, set. Yeah. and I'm not going to get let go. Yep. But uh reality seems to be catching up with everybody. Yep. You know, uh, I guess Valve is one that you don't really ever hear about getting laid off from. That is true. Valve but I'm, they do, they to do a small little one. But I bet we bit. could find stories and get guys to come on true. the show and be like, screw that place. Very true. <laughs> one
2: place is though, too, you will um have pretty consistent work is the irs
1: (laughs) yes they're they're
2: set is a you know like at 2k with 2k sports like when i was at because every year they're creating a sports title and it's not like halo and then halo 2 gets like you know done right away it's like there's okay my section of halo is done i have to wait till they start making halo 2 you know with with a sports franchise company you're sitting there it's just like okay my hockey game was done now i have to do the baseball game now i have to do the basketball game now i have to do the college game you and, know so you have constant and that's 2008 2009 2010 yeah. and they do that every single year they don't skip a year
0: well the other reason that
2: that it's really really stable
0: is because no one wants to work there because their games suck oh
1: really (laughs) i'm just teasing teasing josh hey josh
2: zing zing bazinga
1: (laughs) no but that's where where joe worked first employee ea tiburon that's her bread and butter yeah tiger woods tiger woods and madden they can go on this vicious cycle of kicking those oh hey i'm a fan of tiger woods at least but they can get this vicious cycle of kicking these out uh you know and the same with film the only difference with film is is that's been the issue you have you know, they try to put out a slate that they're going to want to work on moving forward. And you might be on a project, but then if that slate changes or they say, Hey, we're pushing a movie, you're out of a job. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely. And that's uh that's the reality that the three of us are used to hearing. Whereas games used to be that sort of, you don't get paid as much, but you got a job for as long as you want to stay there, you right. know, kind of thing. And uh, it's
2: more too, I don't want to say we've come become desensitized to it, but because of the fact that we work in this industry where you are let go and you work in such short little things um, that you, uh, you know, hearing about a company being laid off. It's just like, oh, yeah, another one. And you just almost, you know, not shrug your shoulders and you go like that sucks. But, you know, at the same time, it's not like somebody who's, you know, been at, uh, you know, at a company for seven years. And the thought of being laid off is just mind blowing and they don't know what they would do with their lives.
0: It's more expected in these industries, you mean?
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's you know, like you know, like I said I don't want to devalue it or you know say anything, but you know we have come a little bit you know a little bit desensitized to the fact that you know, oh, people just get laid off and it's just like, yeah, it happens in our industry all the time. Well,
0: and I think this industry in particular is one that's very much about people leaving and going to another place to get they get paid more. You know, there's a lot of jumping around oh, Totally. Here. Not to say it doesn't exist in other industries. Not always by choice, but, but you're right. Yeah. Right, but I I think the volatility of of job employment is something that is generally accepted as a given you know you're you're not going to find a place that you're going to work for for 40 years no that that will not not happen in this industry
1: i'm i'm blown away with some of the people we work with at dreamworks and i'm sure you even know here at uh yeah you worked at dreamworks for quite a while uh people here at disney that managed to go through the wave who have been there fifteen plus years.
0: Yeah, which is an amazing thing. And that does happen. That absolutely does happen. But the norm I'd say the norm is that you'll end up working for a couple of different shops absolutely. Absolutely. It's just kind of a a given. And your that your first layoff is never fun, but it happens.
1: I you know, I still remember the, I don't really now, but I remember the conversations I had to have with my dad every three months. Yeah. Uh, I you, remember you these still, conversations. <laughs> you, still, you still got a job. Yeah. He
0: just did not. I mean, for years, just well, still didn't get it. It's a different, uh, well, first of all, I think a different generation that's not used oh, to yeah, that. Absolutely. And then second, depending on the industry, you know, a lot of people, my parents as well, don't fully understand that the volatility is just a, kind of a part of the gig. Yeah, it really is. Hey, speaking of video games
2: pew 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 i'm gonna
0: put on my watch <laughs> right now yeah okay and what do you think is overwatch over my watch <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh wow that is an incredible okay. segue. your segues segway, are insane over my watch that but was... you know what i'm glad you bring up i'm glad you bring <laughs> that up because we have uh, quite a few listeners who are huge Call of Duty fans, and I, me and Josh, are somewhat obsessive about it. Oh, I'm definitely um, obsessed. And Jason can care
2: fucking less about it. But we find that I have funny. I've not played a lot in a while, though. I've, pl- I've played maybe two played You played last nights. night? Yeah, I played like two, maybe two times in the past like two weeks. So, some
1: interesting things. Uh, for the Call of Duty Elite members who paid for a subscription, a new map came out this month. What's called it called? Oh, <laughs> Looking back at Jason's watch over his wrist, uh, Overwatch, Overwatch, right in this area which, right here, which is a little bit of an homage to, uh, I, th- I think, from uh, Modern Warfare Two, High Rise.
0: Yes, which takes place on the top of two skyscrapers. I do remember that, and you could jump off to the side onto the. Uh, yeah, uh, if you did yeah. like a whole little very uh, yeah, the, yeah. the map get up on top. Yeah, yeah,
1: map has a very very similar feel. I have played it. I actually, I've only played it like three or four times, and I gotta be honest, the first couple times got my ass just handed to me. Um, but no, it was fun. And it, you know what? I, I, I love the idea that they're still putting content like for elite subscription people who, uh, paid money or, and they're getting these maps early on Xbox. And, uh, and that's been great. Now, what's, what's crazy is a little story though, that also with the, uh, call of duty franchise that I found interesting is I watched a YouTube video the other day. Uh, this is post this update with overwatch. Cause they also extended the prestige level from 10 now to 15 prestiges.
2: No, now here's the thing too, because <laughs> so cool, yeah, yeah, Jason. so cool, <laughs> you're a Because there there are there are people out there, but like the one thing to note too, um, in Black Ops there was 15 prestige levels, but it was also it only took you to level 50 to get to a prestige. With Modern Warfare 2 and Modern Warfare 3, it takes you to level uh, is it 80. 70? 80. 80, 80, 80, 80. So it takes you 80 levels to get one. So they had less prestiges i uh, there's people that hit that thing way too quickly. And I, I mean,
1: it took me the entire, once I got into black ops, it took me the entire length of the game shelf life to hit 15. And then it felt like modern warfare three came out. I'm like, Oh, Oh, now I don't get to do cool stuff. I'm at currently in modern warfare three. I'm at seven, but I have friends. Our, our friend, uh, X sinister, uh, look him up on X, uh, YouTube. He's awesome. He's at, he prestige now. I think he's on 11th now.
2: Yeah, and he's up to levels. Last night he was up to he he was at level 70 for that next prestige.
1: So with the prestige thing what I found interesting. So they they're obviously they're taking it to 15. They're trying to give it some more shelf life. What was interesting from this YouTube video I watched and I and I'm sorry, I can't remember the guy's name, was that the PC people had hacked the game a bit to see the code and sort of see what was underlying with the game. <coughs> And had come to realize that they basically have embedded, not only did they have uh, an option to go
0: to level 15 of Prestiges, but potentially go to 20. So did they just go in the code and say, give me 20 Prestiges? Give me God mode? That'd be funny as hell if you could do that, but no. Remember God mode? <laughs> awesome. You remember God mode? Quick 3, dude.
1: Um, but so there's potential of them taking it to to 20 Prestiges, which means to me it's just like, they're just are they just trying to milk it?
2: you know well yeah i mean you have to have something that keeps you going because there's also the point of just resetting all your stats because once you get up to you know 10 levels you can hit the button that said reset everything so sometimes too we'd get into we'd get into lobby matches and we see somebody you know oh they're you know first prestige and they're level like 18 and we're like oh they're noobs and it's just like Wait, no, they could be really fucking good and they just reset their stats and they, and it'll put how you about back those in people beginning. who reset their stats and they
1: had the prestiges on after the fact?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, you know,
0: I've prestiged four, uh, four times. No, I've prestiged four times in life. Nope, different game though. <laughs> this is where's my water?
1: <laughs> oh, which I finally went and tested with Jason. And that was a, was, I don't even know how much we could talk about, but it was a, an interesting experience to say the least.
0: Game testing. If you haven't had an opportunity to game test, it's a very fun experience. I mean, you get to play A, stuff. a phone game. At that. Yeah,
2: FYI, when you it is fun when you've never done it. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you have to do it and it's your job,
0: it's it's a different story it's altogether. It's a different <laughs> story. Let me
2: tell you. Well said. Well said. If you
0: do it eight hours every day.
2: Oh God! You know, <laughs> just picture this, okay? You're working, it's it's before E3, so you need to have a demo out there, okay? And you have a demo that is a hockey game. And the thing is, it is two minutes sped up each period, okay? So basically, you're playing for about 45 seconds a period, okay? Then, as you go through, you only have two teams to pick. You have the Avalanche, and then you have the uh, the Devils. And you're just like, okay, and two minute, and I'm done. Awesome. Okay. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> Hundreds. Do it again. Of times. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Over and over and over. And then oh wait. You've written all these bugs. You found all the problems and you submitted them. They fixed it. Guess what? Here's a new build. Do it all over again. <laughs> and again. And again. I love you awesome. being able to lead there going,
1: You physically can only score one goal <laughs> we realized that oh, no matter you, what you the, do the things, you could only
2: get two goals the in the things whole game we would do to try to pass the time and it was just like everybody's just like okay between now and 45 minutes how many goals can you score and we'd sit there and it's like the winner gets five bucks everyone want to put in five bucks so we put in five dollars <laughs> and within the 45 minutes you're playing through games it's like i got 20 this game and you just add it to your total and add it to your total and then bam and the winner Okay. Gets wow. ten dollars. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing.
0: Did you ever win ten dollars, Josh?
2: I, I did. And then, uh, yeah. Did
0: it. you?
1: Jay, I mean, outside of outside of the Where's Mo? Had you ever game tested?
0: Uh, no. Okay.
1: I actually, when I lived in Florida, tried to get a game testing job at EA, and uh, it was going to end up when they did finally call me back for the game testing job. It was for uh, NASCAR. Awesome. Part of the interview was I had to answer ten questions about NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> Josh knows me and is already laughing. <laughs> Let me tell you what I knew. I knew one track, Daytona, and I knew Richard Petty at the time, and that was it. And basically, she she thanked me for the interview process, said, I will see what we can do next time, but you this, clearly will not work. work. Yeah, you, you, you had to, do the, the,
2: you had to do the same thing in 2K as well. You had to sit there and answer, you know, fill out a thing and be able to answer questions of, you know, what is a first down? You know what is well, yeah. a, a touchdown? You know how would you get this? Blah blah blah. Yeah, you gotta have an idea,
1: and I, I don't blame them. You got, you have to have an idea of the game going in, at least the concept of the sport, <laughs> which I obviously knew nothing about the sport at the time. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was it was kind of interesting. This
0: is YouTube Gold, by the way. Is J- it Josh? Yes.
2: I'm, I'm, hey, camera!
0: Jason blowing his exactly, nose. Exactly, I'm blowing my nose. The, it's a it's a live, it. raw human show that we have here. Exactly. For the listeners,
1: we are we are starting to really get behind the hood of this YouTube thing and and creating potentially a YouTube presence. Uh, we're starting to record the shows. Be a GoPro, Jason. You got okay, no, something. No, no, there there, so, there was some
2: open jokes. just he, was some. And he, yes, was, he thought There right oh, was a oh, joke bad. to be
1: had, but I just missed it. Uh, speaking of jokes, yes. Windows 8. Oh, that's not a nice I, segue. I'm mean, a Windows guy. That's not a nice segue. That is a way better segue <laughs> than your watch putting it over. That's all I had, Josh. Your... That's all I had, Josh. Oh, I was so like, sad. I don't that know else great. to come in.
0: Jason, I got my work So today, cut out for me today, the next segue. hey, actually, guys, Happy Leap Day. Oh, that's right. The leaping speaking Larry of segway. Today is Leap Day. So today on Leap Day, February 29th, 2012. Microsoft released the Windows 8 Consumer Preview, which means that you can go to something.windows.com.
2: I can't remember what it is. Wow. I'm going to go with
0: HTTPS. No, no, it's it's (laughs) colon
2: slash slash consumer.windows.
0: We'll give you a link. We'll give you a link. But uh, but you can actually go and download Windows 8. And there's a lot of uh, press right now about the about the functionality of it, about the different features, things of that nature. And I have to tell you, I'm a big mobile OS fan. I'm a big believer in kind of getting away from the idea of the modern desktop to more of an app-based environment for for our interactions with computers. So not not to cut you up, but sort of like what Chrome does as a browser where it has like an app system. Yeah, exactly. Like like that kind of a a mentality and, um, you know, the iOS, the Android store uh, or um, interfaces, all that stuff. Where you don't actually have to go like, oh, I'm going to go applications, let me start a new application, click on an .exe file. It's like, hey, there's this idea of a self-contained application that you kind of go. Well, anyways, Windows 8 is all about this mentality. And there still is the concept of the desktop as Windows as you know it. But let me tell you, it is very much an afterthought. Like, it's there if you want it, and it's the same great Windows if you want it. But there's this whole new beautiful front end that they've put on top of windows. And the thing that is truly brilliant in my opinion is the same windows, the same windows eight can run on a tablet. It can run on a phone. It can run on a laptop. I was impressed
1: with that part of it. I I'm definitely impressed with that. There's
0: just some real interesting stuff. So it's free. It's a free consumer preview for you to check out. I am assuming it ends at some point when the, when the product goes commercial, but it's out there and uh, i i for one I wonder would definitely how be checking it out mixes
2: with my educational copy of windows 7 well i'm sure you can yeah <laughs> no, I, mean, I know. If, yeah if you it, have another drive you just install it as the, a second os yeah. the thing though too it, from what i've seen and in, in the demos that i've seen you know it's 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 basically to me if you kind of merged the the phones the the windows windows phones and xbox cuz the xbox dashboard is made to be very, right, with all right. of the uh, the kind of windows, the little squares and, and rectangles and whatnot, if you will.
0: It's uh, Microsoft is calling it the Metro-style interface. metro that's, style? that's what they've coined. Yeah. Metro-sexual? The me- no, does metro-sexual it go and get pe-
2: pedicures and spray tans, too? <laughs>
0: spray tans. Is it Does it wear a lot of pink?
2: Exactly. Okay. A lot of pastel. Metro-style okay. interface is what they're calling <laughs> it. Slip-on loafers? Zhing. I fucking love a good slip. Huh, Lover?
0: But here's what's here, here. Josh, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head. What's really cool is there's a whole icon set. There's yes. a whole scheme that's going across every Microsoft device. And there's something really like uh brilliant and um, conjoining about that. That's, I just really, really like. I
2: and I mean, I, I, en- I think it looks nice. I enjoy it for what it is and stuff like that to me it's just fluff and kind of in the way and nonsense. Like, you know, so if I want to sit there and run After Effects, if I want to run, do I got to go sit there and find an app and, and flip through seven pages of something as opposed to just, oh, clicking on my desktop. There, There's a little icon right there. Click, click, done. I don't need to like kind of, through. Um, I don't need my widgets. I don't need to know <laughs> the temperature it is outside of Los Angeles degree. You know, I, right I now could, I could tell you with you know my stock also clicking. You know th- that I don't use any of that stuff to begin with. And like like I mentioned, all of that stuff
0: is still available to you. So, it, but I think the thing that's really brilliant about what they're doing is for you, me, Jack, the people listening probably that are power users that put a pc through its paces they would and they
1: would consider us
0: what <laughs> goodbye YouTube. Go, pro, go pro down go pro down
2: J- josh i'll fix it in a second so I, so for <laughs> you, you could just you could use this as your, you keep <laughs> filming the carpet yes yeah.
0: so uh for the people who are power pc users there's still all of that there
1: no and it's important because the way i looked at it <laughs> josh this is awesome right now i wish oh, i, like I wish we were that's uh Three Stooges, <laughs> Tom and Jerry style. Um, is that is exactly to the camera. exactly Look what to Josh exactly what Josh said? Is that I? Uh, that, yeah, it's the, the, the sort of it's sort of a front end interface, sort of like right now in Windows Seven. You still have an option to click on. If I, I think if you have Ultimate or Pro, you can click on Media Center, and it brings up a whole interface that's still there on the back with is and the back end to have that kind of experience. Instead, now it feels like they're gonna push that to the front end. And that you're going to have to go, Oh, oh, okay. Well, I, I I just want simple windows, dude. I just, I need, I need my start button. I need my programs. I just need to, which I'm glad they do. And I want to try it for that reason, because I think as a potentially as a media server OS, it might be awesome. You throw an IR remote on like a home media center center, and you have that kind of front end interface, dude, it might be amazing.
0: Well, and I I think, I think beyond that, for the people, let us I don't want to know if this is the right term, but the average level consumer who doesn't really care about Windows Explorer and having to navigate file directory structures for their, for their information, if you can just have a swipe, swipe, click, yeah, there's what I want, that's a really nice thing. And to combine an OS that has both right on top of it, now to a certain degree, Mac uh, OS X has done it as well, but I got to OS- say- Oh, it's sex. It's more of an afterthought.
2: I was just about to say how, to me, like what Windows 8 does with, with that whole interface and stuff like that, it caters to the people, too, that enjoy the simplicity of an iPhone. Yeah. You know, it, it's just like, you know, it, it's not, you know, world, you know, breaking any like, you know. Uh, mind-blowing things it's just it's a very simple thing as opposed to you know like jack's htc or something like that which is off of android which you can get in and you can program shit you can really kind of you know like you said the uh, the power user is that what you said yeah you know you have that or you just have the iphone which is just hit the button and everything is just all self kind of contained in that way
0: but the coolest part though and i think what i'm getting at is a product that combines the best of both worlds that's cool yeah, not a product like I can't go on my iPhone and have like, oh, let me search directory structures and let me combine things. No, no I, it's I a agree. simple tool. And to have this product that's both in the same exact package is I think it's they, awesome.
1: N- now, do you think they're going to sorry, Justin. No, now, no, go ahead. Do, do you think they're going to do because this could be neat? And this is back to my home theater kind of PC experience. Do you think you're going to be able to take the PC version of the Connect and be able to sort of like Xbox, but for a PC, sit there at your desk and go? Check this out. Absolutely, I guarantee it. Because then it can be kind of a like. I know Josh I, loves his damn Connect. Well, so. no, I, <laughs> I only like the Connect
2: just for the audio, the the audio, you know, functionality. I think you can do. You're not going to get Maya. You're not going to use Connect with Maya. No, here's the thing. <laughs> I am. That, yeah, that I exactly. that I was that I wanted to say too. Like, as you know, I think it was is. is you send out a video, Jason, or? It was somebody, I can't remember who, but it was doing with, you know, connect and stuff. And it showed a guy and he was like, um, had that his, was, yeah. was that yours? And stuff uh, like that. Yeah. All that stuff is great. And this is like, this is a new way to like, look at your photos and you can do this. And to me, I'm just like, how fucking what lazy Like <laughs> lay- No, here's the thing. We're putting more work into things. Is it really that difficult to move your wrist about five degrees on your desk and hit your index finger. Like, right here. I'm oh. putting this much effort into finding my picture as opposed to, and we're going to go here and spray this. Like, so many, all this gesture you I is I hear completely, exactly what you're saying. 100% gimmicky and stupid. It's cool in terms of like, <laughs> ooh, looking at it, but in practical use, the most stupidest thing ever. I, I hear exactly what you're saying, and I have...
0: I, what I believe the answer, which is that Microsoft is just trying to solve childhood obesity.
1: <laughs> is that what it is? Like, bigger, it is? Is that the
0: bigger picture? Absolutely. Because I was going to say, Josh, how can we get people to move more?
1: <laughs> Josh, because someday when police drop down from the ceiling and arrest you a second before you kill Wait, somebody, you're going to
0: go. Or the police. Or the, the police. The police. Roxanne. Oh, oh you're so bad. Awesome. Popo.
1: Drop down from the ceiling out of their Harrier jump jet and go, we're arresting you for a pre-crime. You're going to go, oh, fuck. I bet there's some dude sitting in a room using his fingers to push and pull and go, oh, damn, there's Josh LeBron. Let's get him. Yeah, you're like going to think said, twice wa- about watching what you Watching him
2: do that and, and then he's like, oh, put it and then swipe it out of the way. It's just like, okay, I click. Click, click with there are, si- a simple I, wrist I play, gesture right at my desk. <laughs> oh, this is so hard. This is my, making my life so incredibly. Oh, just this is sucks. If only I could do all this with giant gestures. I don't know. Gestures, so stupid. That word. So dumb. I, I, think, I think the
1: biggest thing to me is the fact that they're going to use the same OS across platform. Yeah. Meaning what you see on your phone is potentially what you're going to have on your tablet compared to what you're going to have at home. That, that to me is pretty... I don't know how, you know. The only thing with that, obviously, is productivity because you're not going to have the same processors and everything, and things are going to run at different speed, and that could, as a novice user, throw you off. You're playing one game at home on your your mega PC, and you're like, "Sweet, got the same shit on my phone." Oh, damn!
2: You know, where's yeah, my I mean, where's my did water? You just become Alabama, like Alabama. Oh, oh damn. damn! No,
1: <laughs> I, I'll say that till we get our buddy James on the show. <laughs> Our token, our token Bama guy, but like you know, where's my water? Wow, that just killed my battery.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I don't- so, so that Windows Eight thing, you can you can switch. It, it it's literally just a uh, just from cause seeing the demos and stuff like that. Like that was what you know, they're showing
0: they're- off the Metro interface. But if you take your mouse and go to the bottom left corner. You mean of I the don't screen.
2: need to twirl and do a gesture and then wave you, to you my not. My, do not. my computer screen for it to go you away? You have to
0: twirl your mouse and then roll it over back and forth and twirl. then you go to the bottom left of the Acting. corner and then it pops pops to desktop. Oh, mode. okay.
2: Feel free to though. Yeah, cuz this is like <laughs> I just want to make I just want to make an icon on my I'm desktop. And I'm sure
0: I'm <laughs> sure that you can. Wait,
2: let me swipe 17 pages to get to it.
0: <laughs> I'm sure if you wanted to you could Uh, have it launch up into default mode Uh, but again the idea i think that's most interesting is that it's it's appealing to a broader base of consumers and i think anytime a company does that it's it's interesting
1: you and we talked about this in earlier shows right now you're the apple person that i like and not just because you're talking about Microsoft, but because you're willing to be able to talk about things that are just cool for any company. I really think and I just want to give you props right now for well, that. Well, thank
0: you very much. But I would not consider myself an Apple person at all. The fact that I own a MacBook has nothing to do with... I, I mean, I would I, not consider... I, I, my... iPad, iPhones, and Mac Mini? Are you there yet? Well, I, I certainly have a <laughs> few. <laughs> I and, uh, I have one or two Apple devices, but I wouldn't call myself Apple an Prius. Apple person. And I think I've said on the show before that the Nokia, was it 900, 910, the Lumia or whatever? Yes. Honestly, if there's going to be an iPhone killer for me, it's going to be the Lumia. That thing is just absolutely gorgeous.
2: It's got It's got good specs and stuff like that. It was probably one of the... Uh, it was a CES's like top phone that they have, you know, that they had coming out. And then uh, what was the other one that was kind of like a runner up to it, too? Don't know. I can't remember. But hey, uh,
0: on the subject of Microsoft, just real, real fast. Also today at the same time, they announced you guys. I'm sure if you were like me growing up, you know, in the 90s with computers, one of the things that was that was fun that came with Windows or whatever that was easily accessible was Microsoft Flight Simulator. Right? Uh, yeah. It was. Oh, like I was going to
2: go Notepad. Notepad is always I actually always was going to say Minesweeper. That's, that's, that's literally where my <laughs> that's head That's a good one, to, too, actually. Which I still have yet Solid, to figure out solitaire. how to play. <laughs> and, I know that is stupid, and I know people try to explain it to me. It's like, you click on this. This means that it could potentially be touching one box. I'm like, well, where do I put my bomb then? And they're just like, over here. And I don't get how people do it. So,
0: right. <laughs> Flight Simulator. No, no, I was going to go
2: to
1: that. I, I remember it as being like the the thing that the adults played like i might play a game on like uh when i when i got on a computer around 95 is when i sort of got into computers
0: a bit uh my girlfriend's dad was huge into it and it's it's it was an interesting thing because it was like one of the first like mass scale 3d geometry things that you could kind of traverse you know you could traverse anywhere in the world really and you know, I, there's this extra aspect of let's—I guess you could call it "quote unquote" gameplay of trying to simulate the controls, the environment of certain airplanes. Because it's
2: supposed to be pretty damn accurate. You I know? think, I think, I think it is. I think towards the end as, as it's gotten of it, later, yeah, yeah, yes,
0: yeah. I think you're I'll right.
2: Have to say something, but about it's, that too, it but.
0: disappeared. Right? They kind of put the, the kibosh on it, and then uh, today, February again, February 29th, Leap Day, they announced that it's it's being envisioned It's now called Microsoft Flight. It is back. And it's re-envisioned as a product that is free to play. So you can go right now and go play Microsoft Flight, Flight Simulator. And I believe the business model now is that you can go explore all kinds of different interesting areas. But I think there are resolution packs and there are are things that you can say, hey, I want to go fly around, take a helicopter and fly around Hawaii You could update the Hawaii by the Hawaii pack for a buck, and it's like super high res everything you could possibly want. Hawaii. Can you imagine if they had integrated that with Google Earth? Be interesting. That would be pretty
1: interesting, right? I the thing with that day that I always found funny with with Microsoft uh, their flight program is that any picture you find online, Jason, you saw this the other day with the YouTube cut I was doing, right? Where you were talking about devices and that one image of the twenty five monitors, whatever. (laughs) I love that. Is every image if you look up flights? Those people for better use of a term here, fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, they build... The a s- Oh, they, my that's
2: God. That's what I'm saying. Like, they
1: build a cockpit in a room. Well, like as,
2: as Jason was saying, too, like, you know, as time went on, the more and more um, sophisticated it get to where... Oh, you know, I don't know... And Adam sent out a link a while ago, and it was, you know, 40 guys trying to take off a plane, and they were playing that this, uh, this flight simulator game... Uh, you know, and, and it, right, was, and it was I. it was some sort of, you know, um, some sort of uh, aviation, like a, almost like a dog fighting, you know, type of plane and stuff. But I mean, how <laughs> listening to them going like, OK, I think I come over here and it's the entire cockpit. And they're like, OK, I have to click this. And they only knew this because they looked up how to do it. And it was like this checklist of tons of things. It's like, OK, this has to wait and it has to spool up. It has to do this. And you had to do the sequence in a certain order, exactly how you would do on a plane. And for the first like fifteen, twenty minutes of this forty minute video, they're just trying to get it started. It's an actual though simulator. Right. Like it was a
1: full blown cockpit of the of one of the new kinds of jets that are out there oh, that God. have it
2: was hilarious. Thousands though. of switches and looks like, you know, what NASA gives you to get right, in the right, space right, shuttle. Right. <laughs> but they have those things and they have like and, and it wasn't necessarily flight simulator cuz then that spawned um different ones cuz then there was i guess you know packs that you can get like where you can do uh 747s where you can do um helicopters That's gotta be awesome you can to fly do.
1: is that like railroad simulator <laughs> do they have there, there there
2: is a game down those. the street simulator <laughs> there is a game Every in day. japan there is a game in japan where you can do you are a bullet train conductor <laughs> Where you have to get Ford. obviously from here. Yeah. Back. That's basically it. Like, if you were gonna Speed take. Up, slow down. If you were gonna take the channel, you know, and, and take that thing the from. The channel
0: from Japan?
2: No. I was going to finish. <laughs> i was gonna say from like london so that to paris is a very fast train like jason how are you getting to the <laughs> channel from japan there's another tunnel that goes exactly from Japan. there's to- things i know that you don't okay <laughs> sweeps around i have privy to some certain informations in the, this world that, that none of us about. know about i'm gonna probably be shot by the time you i get can, home
0: there's a game in japan you can drive a bullet train so if you want to go through the channel that was just a good transition. Yes. I like it. That's I was going to
2: say, or like as if you were going to use the channel from <laughs> it was a segue. London to Paris. It's just like you would just be a conductor, just going, okay, and on, go. All aboard. Or, or London, Japan. All <laughs> off board. <laughs> London, Japan. <laughs> hey,
0: back real quick to the. Sorry, Josh, you were talking about the hand gestures, the connect stuff that you're oh, not a big yes, fan that, of. Yes, that big waste of time. Yes, but I wanted to talk about briefly. <laughs> There's some people. There's a there's a big community of people actually that are like using this device for, let's just call it interesting things. I don't know if I'm going to call it useful Good. things. <laughs> just interesting things.
2: Okay. And there's one that was released. I thought released, you were going to go a different direction. I'm sorry.
0: There's one that was released uh, this week that is a uh, I believe it was Whole Foods. Okay. I believe that basically put a Kinect and a little computer on a shopping cart, right, and a couple of motors, and they had a scanner on the bottom of the the cart. And so you'd go in and you'd take your like Vons Club card or whatever it is, right? Your club card. And you'd go and you'd scan it in front of this shopping cart. And it would say, hello, Mr. LeBrot. Welcome to, to Whole Foods. I see that you've uploaded six items on your shopping list today. I'd like to help you find those. Lead the way. And so you would walk and the shopping cart would literally follow you down the aisle. It would just start following you. And you'd be like, oh, hey, uh, Stevie the shopping cart where stevie the shopping cart where is stevie the t-rex is it they're that all stevie's
1: he, it's his little brother
0: <laughs> they're all stevie's hey smith hey stevie where what's on my list and where do i go and the shopping cart would literally say oh i see that you have pasta on your on your list that's located in aisle four if you go up and take a left that's the direction to go so you're walking and you go there and then this is what really tripped me out is the guy, the little demo or whatever, I go, so okay, so I grab pasta, and I put it in the shopping cart, and there's a scanner in the bottom of the shopping cart, and it, and it says, it beeps, and it says, oh, great, I see that you've put, that you've gotten pasta, that was one of the items on your list. However, Josh, you should probably know that you've noted you pre-noted beforehand that you wanted this to be gluten-free pasta. The pasta you just selected is actually not gluten-free. If you'd like the substitute, it's actually located, f- you know, four feet from here on the I'm right. I'm guessing I'm gonna get pissed at this thing at <laughs> yeah, some it's, point. It's gotta sound condescending at some point, right? Like,
2: <laughs> like, it's gotta be
0: like, uh, excuse me, Mr. Geckler, you exactly. know that you chose. Oh, really? You wanted
2: Oreos? You know, there are reduced fat ones right <laughs> well, next to think. it. Exactly. You're <laughs> showing your douche level when you're walking through that place? You said you didn't want donuts, Mr. Gekler. <laughs> here's an interesting Here's an interesting little thing, too. Back in 1993 or 94, my mother pitched a similar idea to different um, stores like Vaughn's and, uh, you know, uh, Albertsons and stuff like that. For something like this. But what it was is it was for people who, you know, say you had $20 to go to the store and that was it that you had, but you had to make it last. And you would go through the aisle. So it's basically almost like this kind of scanner gun checkout sort of thing that was attached to the cart. And you'd go around and you'd add the thing to your cart and it would tell you. A, what you just got, and B, how much it was. So you didn't have to sit there and try guessing it. It would have given you the tax and stuff like that. So by the time you're like, okay, I only have 30 more cents. And you were, instead of being up at the front going like, okay, take back, blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And so she had this idea and she pitched it to, to uh, uh, the stores and stuff like that. They all said, oh, this is a great idea, but it, it would be completely not cost effective for us because of the fact of if you had these things attached to the cart's, so many of those carts get taken and it just became a huge expense that it, Let's it go wasn't past going that. to work. Let's go to the people who bring up too much shit and
1: end up buying it anyways. I, I, I think Step they want, uh, yeah, exactly. I, I think they want people.
2: Yeah. So, you know, so that idea. So it's just kind of funny that, uh, have you ever my seen my mom did this go, uh, about, uh, Ma- mama what, LeBron 15 years ago? Have you ever seen or 17 years ago? She did this. Have
0: you ever seen when you're driving down the street, a pickup truck with, those wood paneling along the side, like a kind of like a gardener's truck, yeah, and they're full of shopping carts. you ever seen this? Uh-huh? There is a real a real job out there. They're called um what they call silver cattle wranglers, or something of that effect. But they're basically people who their whole job is to cruise around neighborhoods near grocery stores and find their shopping carts that have been taken haul them in the back and then haul them right back to the store
2: now imagine you had a two uh, 200 piece of equipment that's following you around you know attached to that thing it's so funny uh when there's I, no story that we can onboard. yeah exactly this. when i worked at my first job was i came
1: out of the stock boy and there was there was a man that yeah. was his job uh, in miami and his name was around. always stevie steve, steve smith <laughs> you poor son of a bitch <laughs> But they could do something. I would think they could do some with a carts that's a proximity sensor to the parking lot that like locks the wheels, or you know what I mean, It just keeps it in an area. I think at that point. But
0: or you just your silver cattle wrangler should be a bouncer of some. I sort.
1: mean, at the end of the day, what I took from that
2: conversation was is that
1: Mama Lebrat's a visionary.
2: She yes. is. She is absolutely. And I think she's actually there is a uh, thing coming up. She has a company. Patent. She has she has a patent on um a thing called Rollachore. And uh, what that stemmed with is it was when we, me and my sister were, I think... Uh, I jumped to
0: conclusions, man. Whoa, <laughs> oh my gosh, I was thinking that. the same thing. <laughs> awesome. Well, well played. I jumped to conclusions. Jump to conclusions.
2: Man. When I was 14 years old... <laughs> oh, that's awesome. My mom came because she got tired of hearing me and my sister complain about chores. And because uh, I always had to oh, vacuum. That's a good idea. You told me about I was, this. I always yeah. vacuumed and my sister did the dishes. Now, vacuuming... Uh, takes about 10 minutes to do. You know, it's really not a difficult thing. Not as now, a kid though. Not, as a kid, it's it's an hour of and your he, life. He, gone. That, and that's what the kid just feels it feels like an hour. And then when like you've done bitching about it, I really do this. It's been an hour because you've been bitching, you finally do it, and then you just complain. But my sister would have to do the dishes and there'd be a lot of dishes and that shit would take her quite a while. So she's just like, This is bullshit. I always have to do this and blah blah. blah. So my mom got tired of us arguing about that. So she goes, she wrote down just normal chores that we had in our house, laminated it. Put it on a clipboard and put numbers next to it. She's just roll. She brought home dice. She's like, whatever you get, that's what you have to do. It's in your hands. If you get it, tough shit. Don't bitch about it. Oh, <laughs>
1: snake eyes.
2: Exactly. And then <laughs> hey guys, I got to clean always, toilets. <laughs> there's was always clean the toilets
0: and the rain gutters. Yeah, exactly.
2: But there, there was the wild card where it's like, if you got, you know, uh, um, like two sixes. If you got a twelve and stuff like that, no oh, chores that yeah. week. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, so the, that's so, awesome. So there's some real incentive. There, there the is kids. like a come on, come on. No, it's a great idea. That's I cool. Mean, so she, yeah. so she's been trying to get that done. You know, off the ground, and she's had things here and there. And she's actually going to be on this site, and it's sponsored through the Ellen DeGeneres Show. Uh Walmart actually. You get Oprah yeah. behind this shit. <laughs> Me and, my it's sis- a me and my sister tr- me and my sister did a thing at the Bonaventure Hotel one time where it was doing this whole big, you know, it was Oprah's big thing of ideas and stuff like that. And my mom is a is a, is a kind of a shy person. She sucks in front of a camera. She can't take a good picture to save her life, like just doesn't know how to smile. She's like, I don't know. So she's just not a good people person when it came to that. So me and my sister can just yip and yap with the best of them. So we would sit there and we went and we pitched this whole idea. You know to this big convention thing and stuff like that to try to get on oprah but shark tank get her on shark tank oh dude we've tried everything to try to Sh- convince my mom i mean they would stuff. eat your mom up you'd have to do it for your mom <laughs> careful jack <laughs> careful buddy no anyway yeah oh i love his mom my, to death but mom, i know what he's talking about she's just get very the, shy my she mom just get gets shy. destroyed which is funny when and you get her talking when you get her talking she's
1: not shy <laughs> Oh, but she, it's, yeah, she's. I think fine it's when it getting to that.
2: It's just that dealing with like media and stuff, and dealing with something where you have to be off the cuff, just just any any sort of you know Mark thing. Cuban S- speaking, <laughs> speaking in, in public like that. How would a she do
0: on do on a Nerdtastic podcast? We'll promote the hell out of roll a dice, <laughs> roll of <the> chore, <laughs> roll of chore. That's what I'm <laughs> <I> love <laughs> it.
2: Roll a dice.
1: Was uh, uh, well, a nice ring to it. We've heard the, that before. Sweeping the nation <laughs> then roll it went the to like.
2: <laughs> then she did a whole thing where it was just like. Uh, she did like colors, so it was like for kids to learn how to do colors. It was just like you pick the color, and then the name was on it. It was just like, "What is this color?" So it was a way for like kids to learn stuff too and stuff. And they thought it would do good in schools. And Is it worth mentioning to anyone listening that this is a patented idea? This is a patented idea. Don't steal it, some bitches, because <laughs> you can't. There's no pot- patent pending. It is patent, patent. <laughs> means you get sued <laughs> exactly. Go ahead and do it because my mom probably would like the money. <laughs> so, yeah. so go ahead, she try needs, to do it. Try to do actually, it. She
1: actually, because it's not off the ground, she needs you to take the exactly. idea and make something of it. <laughs> on roll, Name roll the dice. dice. <laughs> roll the dice. Roll the dice.
0: I'm going to change uh, things up for a, for a second, if that's all right. Go slightly more serious for a moment. I heard something the other day that has, was interesting to me that the company on live. That they have expanded their service. OnLive is the game streaming. It's like Netflix for games, right? So you can stream.
2: It's the orange logo one, right?
0: It's like... Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you can stream basically the video source from a server somewhere to your home. Just like you're doing with Netflix, right? That You don't own the video. The videos all exist on a server. You're just streaming live the, the actual video feed. So it's a similar type of idea. Well, they took it one step further... And not just streaming gameplay to like a display in your home. They're actually able to take a PC computer on, on their server and they can stream the video to your home, right? This is not a foreign concept, but it's becoming much more uh, consumer-driven at this point. So becoming more accessible is a good word for it. So I could the demo was I could take my, an iPad and I could run this on live app, and I could say, I want to I wanna use a, a PC. And I could click PC. And all of a sudden, I'm looking at Windows on my iPad. And I could say, let me load up Maya. And now I'm tumbling around and looking through Maya on an iPad.
2: But it's not your PC. It's just a PC. The PC exists in
0: Alabama. Some guy named Stevie controls it.
1: I, I think as a, as a business model, to have it a, a company... That makes sense because I think there's a lot of security implications that would be great for this for securing machines. I feel though from a consumer standpoint
2: there's got there's got to be some
1: privacy issues right
2: yeah well that's the thing so you're you 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 log into this computer, but you usually you're going into you know you you're going on a computer if you're actually trying to get onto a computer or desktop you're doing it to do some sort of work that you may want to save that you a program that you want to do. If you just are trying to browse the internet, there's 15 other different ways. Obviously, you're online to begin with to 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 get into this to this program,
0: right? But here's the question: what I think you're getting at is, you need. Say, I want to create a file and I want to save that file and want to use it later. Yeah. Do you need it? Or can it be stored somewhere else for you? There's no reason you. Need it depends it. what
1: it is and how comfortable you feel storing it. And sure. You know what I mean. So can,
0: privacy issues aside okay. from that, like let's say, let's say, a podcast for an example. What if we were recording right now to a server somewhere, and the audio file was being stored in a server? I could care less if I had that audio file on Correct. my home PC, as long as I could access that from multiple locations, from my home, from work, from wherever I am. And I think that's the idea is. The whole concept of what I'm trying to bring up is that the, the, the current model of having a desktop computer in every home, that everybody will have a computer in their home, I think that's fading. And I think it's becoming, and I've heard some interesting stuff lately that's pointing towards every person will have access to a computer via some type of, of thin client, some type of small device that allows you to stream video content from somewhere else. But the idea of me needing to own, Jack, you just built a nice, big, beefy computer. The idea of you needing that versus, hey, I'm going to buy a $100 little tiny box or a mini box and I'm going to stream video content and the service you pay for. Like imagine, I'm going to pay for this premium service that always gets me the best specs every six months. Meaning that your PC is automatically upgraded for you To the best possible specs that are out there every six months. That's a service you would pay for, but really, you're not having to spend $3,000 to buy this thing. You're paying a subscription of, like, I don't know, let's say $10 a month to guarantee that you always have the latest thing. There's a really interesting
2: business model. There is, as long as it can be segregated in terms of when I'm on this, like, I'm not just getting into a PC, I'm getting into my PC. My PC is off somewhere else I can care less and stuff like that. But when I'm logging in, I'm logging into mine. I'm not logging into a just a user thing that 900 other people are logged into.
0: Well, but here's here's the thing, like, like you're the concept of what is yours on a computer, like what your personal data really only exists in a, on a hard drive. Correct. Your data, a graphics card doesn't matter. Correct. If you could, if you could pull out a graphics card and swap in another one, that has nothing to do with your personal data. Same thing with RAM. Same thing with you know, with uh, the audio source, whatever it is. It's the data that's important. And Correct. data right now, you can store in millions of different places: yeah. Yahoo Briefcase, Google Docs. You can p- p- put your data anywhere. So the idea is, I think, you could have a Josh LeBrot section of data that's just yours, that's not accessible to anybody. And then you can log on to this service, and it has 60 high-end graphics cards. You're paying for the use of one of them. And whichever one happens to not be being used at that time, Uh your data now is driven by this
2: graphics card. It's like a modular system on a server basis. The one thing, though, too, you have to take—so is it also the fact of, you know, where is my keyboard or mouse? So, is it is it input tiny- devices
0: exist on your side? <clears throat> okay, input input devices. It's the it's the that's what on live is. You have a controller, right? And yeah. you, yes. your input goes through this little streaming device to the server drives the content and then it streams the display back to you right so you will always have a display an output devoi- device and an input device a keyboard a mic you're still uh, gonna have to mouse. set up
1: a section potentially of your home or your tv and that's what i was getting at. it's just you're gonna have instead of the box like i have that you know yeah. oh, that's a huge machine i have down there you'd have a smaller like a mac mini style or smaller than that even Yeah, Roku box kind of a thing um my my, my thing is the 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 potential software like owning my own computer at any point i can say well i need this i need this software on there now to do x sure and what you control that. yeah exactly every time <laughs> yes. Jason, yes. jason yes every time as i look in the video um that it falls you know over. I, yeah I, so that would have to be controlled somehow. And, and how do how do they control it? And how do you interact with them and say, I need this software? And they go, well, you need to buy it. We put it on our machine, but it's not really my machine. I mean, I obviously my fight will keep going back to the privacy thing, but... I,
0: I mean, I could see that going two different directions. Yeah, I could see it going one way. But the software thing is
1: one way to talk about, you know?
0: I could see it going one way. I mean, uh. For anyone who has an iPhone out there, you purchase an app to your account, and now your account has information store data okay, sort of like stuff, steam or yeah whatever exactly so, steam's a great example so no matter which pc you're on no matter where if you're logged in as jack you can download your your games you can download your your material it's the same kind of concept that's one way of looking at it right so i'm going to purchase software x and no matter where i am i can always use software x because i'm using this server thing another way of looking at it is that the it, it very very big picture is that the paradigm of the cons- a consumer owning a piece of software might change And instead of you owning a piece of software, you may actually rent out a license that a company owns. So take this company that we're talking about just on live for an example. They may say, I want 600 Maya licenses and you rent, I'm going to pay $2 a month to rent this Maya license. Now they've purchased the license, right? But you are renting this. So if they have 600 people, the math doesn't quite add up here, but I think you get what I'm getting at, right? Like if you have people that are wanting to use their software, you're not actually buying software and no, nobody else can use it. I'm buying the right to use a piece of software. Again, your data is completely separate, but I have the right to use this piece of software. And if I'm not on someone else can use that license. Because I'm just renting a license. I don't care which one it is. It's an interesting idea. I don't know if it'll ever go that way. I don't know. It'll change the developer. I, I think your average user is who this can... I, I think we're back to
1: the average user thing. Yeah, like the, the, yeah. the, the everyday user, the the uh, the people we talked about will really maybe like that front-end interface of Windows 8 went on. I think the pro user, uh,
2: there's going to be a lot of questions that'll just keep coming Because, out, because, they, because it also goes, that it's like, so what is this saving me it's saving you that i don't have to have a bigger box at my house because you still need to like as you were saying i was gonna get that earlier too is you still need to designate an area for that so you still need to technically have a monitor you still need to technically have a keyboard and mouse for this to be sure you know so it's like really what you're saving is you're saving the fact of that you don't have a box how much, and does, then,
0: it, how much does a mouse cost
2: I don't know, t- depending. You're just on comparing you it to the overall
1: price of a computer. I, right, I the, get what you're the saying.
0: The price there. of a machine is is in the display is usually pricey for a decent display, but then the, the, what you're paying for is the box.
1: Now, where where does it not equal out? This is this is my question. So I had, my upgrade cycle. I wish it was every year, but it probably falls more in the line of every four to five years. Sure. Um, you know and what I? Okay, so say I spend a thousand dollars
0: every eight. Remember at Moore's law. Every eighteen months. A computer processor is oh, absolutely. basically obsolete. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I'm not. I, there's tons of our friends, uh, all of our friends, who can upgrade more than I can. Financially, though, I fall into this every however many years. So for me, in particular, and I guess there's a lot of people out there who are like that, especially now with the the economy, where you spend a thousand for every five years. How much is it? How much am I spending to keep this service going? Yeah, it's and a, like it's where a great where does it you know equal? Uh, yeah,
2: wow, and that's and, that's the thing too because. You know when you have this box of home as you start thinking about okay is it cheaper just to pay a service or is it cheaper to actually own all of these pieces now it, it, you have to then you know factor in your lifestyle and factor in how much you actually use that because to be honest with you i don't use my laptop anymore at all i use my ipad way more because really my laptop to me was just the convenience of being able to to walk around have a bigger screen be able to fit around with, with with things, look at the internet, be in bed and stuff like that, which I can do now on a much thinner tablet, you know, which may have a longer battery life, won't overheat. And, you know, it, it's just all around kind of a better experience. So I don't even use it anymore, but I use my desktop, still a shit ton.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting idea. I mean, I, I think, Jack, you kind of mentioned the average consumer going this route. You know, I keep coming back to the idea of there being a tiered system, like, like an average consumer may say, oh, I don't care. I just, I just want a computer that works. That's, you know, semi up to date. It doesn't need to be amazing. Right. And so you could say, I just want, I want level, I want mid-level computer, or I even want low level <laughs> computer. And just like any other PC or, uh, you know, any company, the top eventually now becomes the middle, which eventually becomes the, the low. And it's always, the top is always replaced cycling machines down. So, But if you were, a, Josh, a professional user, you use your desktop all the time, would I rather pay $1,000 or $2,000 whatever, is to build this crazy awesome machine now that's going to last me four years but be obsolete after a year and a half Or would I rather pay a fee, and I don't know what that fee might be, for a guarantee that every however many months or whatever, my machine, my access to this cloud was the top of the line. So I I was never obsolete. I always had state of the art.
2: The one thing, too, you have to take into account is um, the fact is because you are going off of this cloud-based thing. It also now it depends on your bandwidth. Yeah, absolutely. It depends on this. So it's just like you may have this amazing processing, amazing power to do all this stuff. And, but your bandwidth is, you know, this. And so your saving time takes way longer uploading this when it would have taken you 15 seconds. If it was actually on your computer, well, we,
1: me and Jason talked about that a bit about just the gamers are notorious. I'll, I'll speak
2: from the gaming standpoint. So
1: I was a pretty big, avid PC gamer, on refresh rates and 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 you know having a monitor that can support those refresh rates. So to me thinking about times I V I have VNC'd into machines and got to my desktop where I could do minimal tasks. Checking in remotely. Out, so. Yeah, remotely and you know open WordPad, open a browser and whatnot when I would want to do something, say, just to see if it would do it, like Maya, or maybe remotely try to launch Steam and play a game remotely the refresh rates caught up to me and, you know, the, that lag, that, that, uh, latency in between the what's happening on the remote box and happening on the screen in front of me were two different things.
0: Yeah. I hear exactly what you're saying. Like the technology has to get to a point where, sure. yeah, yeah, I absolutely. mean, you wouldn't pay for this service if it was an inferior product to having the machine in your home. But I think what spawned me bringing this up is on live demoed this, Hey, I'm let me model a sphere in Maya from my iPad. Yeah. And there, I mean, there were, it was seamless, you know, I mean, I, yeah, it was not noticeably slower or noticeably, um, poor, poor refresh rate. Um, it's just interesting that the technology is getting to this point where this, these types of things are, are, Hey, you could actually talk about this as theoretically possible in the next five years. It definitely
2: is possible, but like, you know, when you sit there and you think about, okay, me actually working in Maya. You're not going to work on it on a tablet with your fingers. Yeah, sure. You Absolutely. know, you know, the, 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 the power user thing we're back to I mean, with that. Well, and it, but it, that also minus power user, whether you're a power user is going to use that program. Right, You know, you're not going to get like some Joe Schmo off the street opening up Maya going like, what's this, a cube? And then like, you know, stretching it and squashing it. It's just like, yeah. And and for people who don't know, I mean, currently actually in Windows 7, and I may, should even maybe before that, they
1: have built in uh remote desktop uh, that's there that you can, if you feel comfortable enough using, you can do now so that if you're at, say, Stevie's house, you could... <laughs> Steve uh, Smith? You could get onto his computer and log into yours and and see your screen and and sort of do what Live's doing. The only difference is is what I think, Jason, you're saying is you
0: just physically won't have the box in front of you. Well, it's a a tough thing to get your head around, but I, I come back to the idea of, for the longest time, having a disc, buying a movie meant I have a disc at home was the norm. I don't know that I would say that is the norm. I would say that still happens least half the time but i wouldn't be surprised if there's a large portion a growing portion that's like i don't need a disc i don't need a physical copy of this thing as long as i have access to it right
1: right and it's gone that route and uh, obviously dvd sales across the board have taken a huge hit uh since since the incarnation of netflix and other streaming services without a doubt i mean well
2: that's that whole conversation we had that one time about it and you know with physical media and you know there's one thing that whenever that's broke, it's broke, and you have to go buy it again. And then, as opposed to getting it on a cloud base and stuff like that, if something was to crap out, it's just like, wait, my account still says that I have it, and it's so it's yours. Like you know, the the the, the probability of you you know losing that is a well, lot the, lower yeah, than I think if you were to scratch your disk. Yeah, I think Steam's doing it right. Now we've
0: talked
1: about this. I think that whole meant I'm stoked.
0: Yeah. Well, the, and, you know, but, and that's that. all. Software, but like Josh, you you hit the nail on the head. Like if your disc gets scratched, you're out of luck. Yeah. If you're on a digital copy, doesn't matter. You right, can, right. W- now this concept can extend to hardware as well. What happens when your RAM goes bad? Well, crap. Now I have to I have to pay you know eighty bucks more for another stick of RAM. Well, no. If you're if the, your hardware exists in some other company, if their RAM goes bad, that's not your fault. You're paying for a service, so they just replace the RAM.
2: Yeah. No. And the, the, the idea and the concept I think is it's a great concept and a great idea, but do I think it's, you know, useful? No. And, and like I said, especially now, and especially with like bandwidth and stuff, like I won't even, I was trying to find a, a service that will back up my data just in case my hard drive crashes, blah, blah. blah. And, I, and I'm looking at a physical, you know, box that, you know, I can, you know, get that too but you know if that box fails and so many people have gone i use this service it just uploads it you know to their thing and you can get it anytime you want to and then i'm sitting there going like okay now i have terabytes of data how long is it going to take me to upload terabytes of data <laughs> exactly, to this company yeah, and you're exactly. sitting there and you're just like oh i don't want to do that yeah you know it is completely off-putting in I, every sense of the way to, it comes to that i,
1: I didn't it's funny i had never thought of myself this way till hearing talking about this it brings up feelings of just me <laughs> having like conspiracy theory thoughts and like <laughs> i i gotta go i gotta be the one guy to go big brother on this and i you know i know you say outside of the privacy thing i just that's, well, that's getting to that me is, more than anything yeah it's, it's, it's an just, issue it's an issue I, sure. I think of the kid who's the the render wrangler who's sitting in the server rooms at said company uh who uh, you know on live who's giving us a service and they that kid's sitting there after he's watching going, you watch porn well not even <laughs> What, let's go past that. Let's go the the uploaded video of me and, and, and said wife, Susie. Not particularly you, but this could be any wife. Uh in <laughs> our in wives. our sexy in our sexy time video that we we uh put up for us. Now I put it up on my computer space in and on odd lives wherever that is. Sure. And I just picture Stevie sitting in that <laughs> server, you know, that computer room and going Cracking his fingers, going, ah, exactly. what does the world have to offer me today? Anonymous twenty twenty three is <laughs> yeah, going
2: to basically own every single bit of information. Uh, it just scares the but out of me, dude. Yeah, no, it's. I, it's I, I'm with you on the hardware base though. I think that's the
1: the coolest concept ever. Yeah. I I wish a, a a service though. Let's go this way. Let's go like let's do a subscription service. Patent pending. People listening to this this creative <laughs> idea I'm coming up with right now. Let's take like a Newegg style site, but let's create a service with, say, Newegg to say, "Here's the deal: you can buy this, or we're offering a yearly subscription base, right? That will send you every six months the baddest thing that we sell." It's kind of like why buy video? It is, it is. But let's just do computer parts. I think there's a market for that.
2: It's, now it's, it might so not you're be You're basically huge, leasing. Instead of a car, you're leasing computer parts.
1: A- a- absolutely. Or let's go separate. Let's go with a computer. You know, And I, and, I, and I know they currently do do that to companies. They lease computers too, and then you get upgrades and uh, whatnot. But let's go. I would love it for computer parts. I would love tiered systems. I would love even, in, like, as what we do for a living, graphics cards are huge, right? Oh, wow, yeah. Maybe I don't want the whole computer and all the pieces. Maybe I just say, hey, I want a subscription to their video card service. And every time NVIDIA ATA releases a new gen, they come to me and say, "Which one do you want?" That's part of your service. What do you, what do you want us to send you? And then they send me X card. Now, I think there's money to be made there on you know the, on their end for sure because there's going to be some guys who don't always upgrade or maybe they don't get an email or want to keep what they have. And then I, I I think there's money to be made there.
2: There is, and you would, but you would you would in a in a service like that say the the biggest baddest card and stuff like that right now that you can buy on the market say just rounding a number five hundred and fifty bucks okay now for you to use that before the next one comes out and stuff like that you know your premium of of renting that out is going to sit there and have to definitely be more than as if you bought that yourself absolutely yeah the service you have to find the line there well the service right?
0: would cost more than the price of buying the card. I think is what Josh is getting. Well, not
2: not more than the price of buying a car, but in in terms of longevity, just like with um, leasing a car, you know, you're paying a lower amount, um, but you're paying it like, you know, if you were to buy this car now, it would be cheaper. But in a longevity run and stuff like that, by the time this came out, it's interesting idea you know of just the hardware aspects
1: because yeah like i said I, I the privacy thing would just would just I, i'm scared now like what josh said with the backup thing i'm i've been looking for maybe a potential thing to do uh to back up like our photos and as you know jay you start and, and i know josh knows as well when you start shooting in raw format
2: those things are uh, dude, you're get, you're getting, dude. getting
1: into and if you want to keep those you know i'm getting to a point where I, i'm being selective of what i keep for raw images but uh you want to keep those, dude. You're like
2: each folder's four gigs. Yeah, and as and as and as quality goes up in in our lives in terms of you know higher rate audio service, higher rate video service, those files become a lot larger. You know, just like with pictures. And then the more things become digital and streaming, or not streaming, but just becoming a digital fashion stuff like that, files become larger. Your 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 space runs out quicker. But the question is, do you want that out there? I, th- I think that's the biggest thing because, you know, we,
1: you know, you could, you could argue that anything, it goes out because we're such a social media whore society now that, you know, you pick, I think NPR did a good story on this as well. And you take a picture, you post it online. you pretend, once it's online and it's out there, it's out there. Yeah. The, 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 the article talked about a family who ended up going to Croatia, I think it was, or somewhere like that. They walked by a store. I shit you not, they had never, you know, never been there. we visiting, like, relatives. First time ever in Croatia. Walked by a store for, like, a deli or something. And it, for whatever reason, there was a cardboard cutout of their family photo from a couple years back. And they're like, what? But it was promoting the store. Like, come into our store, we, whatever. And like, randomly, families out of the here. odds, out of the odds, it was this family. They walked in, and it was because the photo for whatever it would come up in like a Google image search. Right. Well it's on Getty
2: Images or something. I mean, like it, it
1: just, it of. goes, yeah, it just, it's, we're getting a, that, we could have a whole show on this. It's just becoming a, a little scary, you yeah. know? And,
0: and, and there is much, much more to go on and discuss about this. I'm sure. But, uh,
2: we're out of time. Are we out of time? We are about at that are point. Are about at that time? Yeah. Well, damn.
0: But it is, it's, it is very, very interesting conversation. And, I definitely agree. We quickly glossed over the security privacy. No, and yeah,
1: because we could have went that way. And I and I, but I think I I see what they're doing, and I'm sure there is a model for that. I, I think for companies though, where they can lock stuff down, they can lock their files down, give you only access to what they want you to have. Right. Like if I don't want you on Facebook or even browsing the internet, okay, the PC I'm giving you to work on at your desk just has software
0: right 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 you know you, you don't, don't have you, access to no it, you just don't it. have access you know and uh first of all don't work for that company yeah well first of all yeah <laughs> take take note <laughs> now it is it's interesting stuff for sure yeah.
1: well folks on that note it's about that time yay It Boom. is. and from all of a nerdtastic 3d oh uh, let me segue back real fast please check us out on Facebook 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 slash nerdtastic 3d uh, Twitter or our Twitter account nerdtastic in mm-hmm. 3d as well and our website nerdtasticin3d.com where we have all the podcasts there to stream if you don't feel comfortable going to the itunes cloud to listen to it there uh it's something i want to bring up as well please leave comments feedback absolutely uh, i'm gonna start trying to as i did today to try to get uh some feedback on you guys what you want here in a show exactly and we didn't get
2: to those so we will i mean next week we definitely will so absolutely uh, Well, thanks, everybody. Thank you. And with that, we're out. Bye. Bye.